and welcome to the Really Random Movie Reviews Podcast. Real people, real takes. I'm Danielle. And I'm Ben. In this show, we have an online movie generator choose a film for us to watch. It could be from any genre and any decade, as long as it's easily accessible for us. After the movie, we sit here and discuss it at length. This week, we are talking about Brave. What will we think? Well, grab some popcorn, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so we are talking about the Pixar movie Brave. It is from 2012. It has three directors. Their names are Mark Andrews, Brenda Chapman, and Steve Purcell. And it stars Kelly McDonald, Billy Connolly, and Emma Thompson. So this movie is basically about a princess in Scotland named Merida. She is forced by her parents, more her mother, because of tradition for the lords in the area to have their firstborn male try and win the princess's hand in marriage. Yeah. So it's kind of that old tale of arranged marriage. The princess doesn't want that. But of course, it's tradition, so she kind of has to go along with it. And because she doesn't want it, she tries to change her fate and change her mom so that she doesn't have to go through with that. So, this movie won Best Animated Feature in the 2013 Oscars. Deservedly so. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure if there's a a Disney or a Pixar animated movie, they're just kind of just bound to win the Oscar at that point. Unless DreamWorks has another Shrek. Eh. Yeah, I know. Not, not, not like another Shrek movie, but another... Shrek quality? Yeah. Oh, or like How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it's just kind of a given. If it's a Disney movie, then it's probably going to win Best Animated Feature. Yeah. It's just kind of, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Ben, what's your background with this movie in particular? I've seen bits and pieces, like, just from my mom watching my nephews when I was living with my parents. Yeah. And what did you think, like, when you saw those bits and pieces? It's like, I definitely need context here. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I had actually seen this when it came out. I watched it with my grandma. We went to the movie theater and watched it back when that was a normal thing to do. (laughs) Right. And yeah, I remember really liking it. I was, it was 2012, so I was going into high school when it came out. Yeah, I think it came out in like summer or something. That's why I was, I watched it with her because we don't live in the same city. I think I was visiting. and. Yeah, I remember liking it. And I remember my grandma really liking it, which is, you know, it's nice for my grandma to like Mm -hmm. a more kids-ish movie, even though it's Pixar, so it's more of a family movie. So what are your initial thoughts after seeing this movie in its entirety? It's pretty cookie-cutter Pixar, but it's done in a very good way. Yeah, I think so too. I agree with that. It's very formulaic and it's very predictable but it's done in a unique enough way where it still brings something new to the table yes so what were some things that stood out to you in this movie the main thing that stood out to me is 
every single strand of hair in that movie is animated. And you can tell that it A, they took the time to do it right, and B, it just looks really good and how all the hair flows and all that. Oh yeah, like Pixar, you know it's going to have really great animation. I think this was one of the first animated movies where I really noticed that and noticed how the animation was getting so much better. Yeah. Um, Especially more 3D type animation. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I remember one of my grandma's first things that we talked about when after we watched it, she was like, you could tell, like, you could see all of the hairs on the bear when it was wet. It looked wet and every little strand moved individually. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. Like, I mean, Pixar never, like, cuts corners with their animation. Like, yeah, they may reuse some templates, mm-hmm. which Disney does a lot. But everything is just such top quality. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, and even in 2012, which is like 10 years ago now, which is crazy. Yeah. And it's still really whole. I mean, it's only 10 years ago. But even other things that came out 10 years ago don't hold up as well. Yeah. So yeah, the animation is fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. One thing I notice is how great the cast is. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the acting is so good, but as I said, like, Kelly McDonald playing Merida, she's more well-known for Boardwalk Empire. I think you'd notice her. She plays Nucky Thompson's wife for a bit. She's in No Country for Old Men. She's in Trainspotting, which is a really good movie, another Scottish movie. (laughs) So I think it's really cool that the main actress is Scottish. Yeah. And, like, you have that authentic accent, which is just so unique mm-hmm. to the area. And then Billy Connolly plays her dad, King Fergus. Yeah. Which, he's just great in anything he does. What all has he done? He's done Boondock Saints. Oh, okay. He's in The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, I know him from Muppet Treasure Island. that's where i know him from because i love that movie but yeah so he is also an amazing actor emma thompson plays queen eleanor and she's amazing i love love actually it's one of my favorite rom-coms she's also professor trelawney oh okay (laughs) (laughs) in uh, harry potter if you don't know what i'm talking about yeah but yeah she's an amazing actress Another British actress. She's not Scottish, I don't think, but... Yeah. Everyone brings it in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even though it's just their voices and, like, the animated characters with their facial features kind of mirroring yeah. them and, like, what they're saying. And going off of, like, just their voices, it really does a lot. Yeah. And you feel every emotion. Like, good voice actors do that, and they emote... They make you feel those emotions along with them. Yeah. Which they did a great job in this, and Pixar always brings it, so yeah. Yeah. So speaking of the actors, who was your favorite character in this movie, or characters? I mean, probably Merida. Merida? Okay. I love Fergus. I love the dad. (laughs) He is pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) And I love their relationship as a father and daughter. 
Yeah. It kind of reminds me in some ways of my relationship with my dad. Yeah, I can see that. And, you know, it's just like that strong bond, but also like they genuinely love each other and they're, they want to spend time together. Yeah. And they're really close in that way. Mm-hmm. Like even when um, in the first scene when Merida's a little girl, she wants to grab his bow mm-hmm. and he presents her with a bow that's her size. Yeah. And, you know, it forms her love for archery. And it was just one of those things like he really cares about her and knows what she loves and knows what she likes and wants to help her grow in that. Yeah. And then, of course, her mom is like, no, you're a princess and you do what princesses and ladies do, which makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah, I think Brave is one of the first kids movies to kind of break that gender. Mulan. Okay, yeah, but that's actually based on a true story. Yeah. I mean, the ending isn't what really happened, but... Yeah, still. But yeah, it is one of those Disney princess movies that kind of breaks that expectation of Disney princesses. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, be a lady, you have to be proper, and one day you'll be married to a man, and you'll rule the kingdom, and there are a lot of expectations, and she's like, I don't want that. Yeah. I just want to shoot my bow. Yeah. It's like, ladies don't carry swords. They don't do archery. It's just like, well, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And I like that her dad wants to help her through that and supports that decision, even if it's not really traditionally allowed. Yeah. Which I'm fully behind the dad on this one. Oh, me too. I mean, I was the girl that did martial arts growing up, so. Fair point. Yeah, and also, like, kind of reminds me of, like, the classic mother-teenage-daughter relationship where they're always at each other's throats. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they love each other, but there's always that tension. And I can definitely take that from my own experience when I was a teenager. I think most of the mother-daughter and even father-son relationships get really strained in the teen years. Oh, yeah, because that's when the teenagers think they're right and... They don't want to follow their parents' instructions, and they don't want yeah. those expectations placed on them, and that's when they're trying to find their own place in their own social circles. Yep. So we all go through that. <laughs> yep. Whether we like it or not. Yeah. And then hopefully we grow out of it. <laughs> hopefully. But yeah, it was just kind of that class. Like, I know so many people, including myself, who have had like that kind of... The teenage years with your... Teenage years for a girl are very rocky relationships with their mothers. So it was just something that's that rang very true for me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's better for me now. Now that I'm in my 20s and not angsty anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Merida wanted to change her mom. And she ends up following a trail of will-o'-the-wisps, which are like basically fairies, to... This little hut in the woods, which, three guesses what that could be. Definitely not a wood carving shop. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, maybe. (laughs) So, of course, the wood carving shop is just a front for the witch's hut, which I find funny that Pixar kind of included a front business. (laughs) But anyway, she talks to the witch and is like, I just want to change my mom. And the witch is like, 
I don't do spells anymore. Not since the last one. And then Merida convinces her by buying her whole stock. And so the witch creates a spell which takes the form of some kind of pastry. It was a cake of some kind. Yeah. Which the mom was supposed to eat, which Merida got her to eat. And mom turns into a bear. And they have two days to mend their bond or this curse becomes permanent. And of course, it goes right up to the last second, because that's how you build tension. Of course. And throughout these two days, Merida and her mom learn to appreciate who each other is, who the other is, and mend their bond as a mother and daughter. Yes. And then they also have to physically fix the tapestry, but, you know. Yeah, because it's the metaphorical, like, mend their bond, but also when Merida and her mom are having a huge fight about her not wanting to get married or go through with the the ceremony where the men fight for her. Mm-hmm. And she takes her sword and cuts through the tapestry right between her and her mother in that her mother is making this tapestry. Mm-hmm. This kind of makes that line in between them. And so in order to also mend their metaphorical bond she also needs to mend the physical she needs to mend the break in the tapestry yeah and sew it back together yep yeah throughout the movie like um obviously with having a bear in the castle and in the beginning with her father king fergus loses his leg to mordu which is the is a big bear spirit kind of thing, which we don't find out who it really is until kind of more towards the end. Yeah. And he loses his leg, so he has this vendetta against bears in general. Yeah. And so with that in mind, they have to hide the mom, Eleanor, from him and from the other lords because obviously they don't want Eleanor to be hunted down and killed. Yeah. And so it's kind of a thing with like, okay, we need to hide her, even though there are a bunch of people here. We need to figure out how to do that and also break the curse. Yeah. So yeah, it gives a little bit of that comedic element, but also building tension at the same time, which is kind of cool. And not a lot of movies do something like that. Nor do it as well. Yes. And this movie does, I mean, it's a kid's movie, so it does have a lot of comedy in it. And for the most part, it pretty much lands. Yeah, it does. Because it's a lot of, like, it's not jokes, it's just humorous stuff going on. Yeah, and even if it is jokes, like, yeah, it's kind of kiddie stuff, like, oh, butts. (laughs) Yeah. And stuff like that. But it's done more in a tasteful manner. Yes. So that... Even though, yeah, it is childish humor, you can still be an adult and still find it funny. Yeah. And one thing I thought was really good with the comedic elements were the three little brothers. Uh, Merida has three little brothers, and they don't really talk. It's a lot of more physical comedy Uh with them, and they're always stealing something or getting into some type of trouble, but they always, like get away with it because they're never caught. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of it is that physical comedic element. Mm -hmm. And I think it worked pretty well in the movie. Oh, yeah, it did. 
they all just they just want their cakes and pastries. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and I also really liked because it takes place in Scotland very long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's very cultural and I'm not sure how much of it is actually Scottish tradition. Yeah. I mean, it's more of like what we would know as Scottish tropes, I guess. Yeah. Like they're wearing kilts. They have bagpipes. Mm-hmm. They're loud and rowdy. Yep. Red hair everywhere. Yeah. And curly hair. Yep. And though sometimes they make jokes with the cultural elements, it doesn't feel like it's a mockery. Yeah. Like, oh, they're getting in a fight and, of course, the bagpipes start playing. But it's like, it's more to feed the comedy and not, like, making fun of Scottish people. At least in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. I personally liked the Celtic runes that appear everywhere. And it's like, oh, Celtic runes. That's a nice touch. As... All the other stuff is going on. Well, speaking of that, I really like the the music and how it sounds very Celtic and like you could tell it's like Scottish or Celtic accents. Mm-hmm. And it just has that not folky, but cultural sound. Yeah. And it just adds that little bit of like an extra touch. Yeah, it's. The cherry on top of the movie. Exactly, yeah. And it just kind of immerses you more into the world of that movie, which I really appreciate. Me too. And that they took that extra step. So let's go into the themes of this movie. It's a Pixar movie, so family. Yep. That's a big one. And setting aside your differences. Yep. And kind of putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Definitely, yeah. Because the mother has to kind of look at things from Merida's perspective and vice versa. Yeah. So that they can both kind of understand each other and find their similarities. Mm-hmm. And learn from each other's mistakes. Yes. Also because of that love. I mean... That's pretty ubiquitous within Pixar and Disney, too. Yeah, but it's like having that familial love for someone in your family and really trying to take care of them and protect them when they need it. Yeah. But also respecting their boundaries and not trying to protect them all the time, especially when they don't need it. Yes. Because that was a big part of it, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've definitely dealt with that in my life. Mm-hmm. And I guess also, like, not judging someone. Yep. Don't judge a book by its cover. With the whole bear stuff. Yep. Because that was kind of prominent, like, just because it's a bear doesn't mean, like, it's going to kill you <laughs> or that it's dangerous. Yeah. Like, there's always something else below the surface. Mm-hmm. Also, just... Finding out who you really are and also like, yes, in some ways you can change your fate, but in other ways, like, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. And like, 
just because you don't like the way someone else is doesn't mean you have to change them. Yeah. And changing someone is not how to do things. They have to realize it themselves and work and grow from there. Yes. Growth comes within, not from without. Exactly. So would you recommend this movie in general? What would you recommend it for? I would recommend this movie for family night. You're just, you want to watch something to chill with. Yeah, I mean, it's a family movie, so it can pretty much work in any scenario. Mm-hmm. And I would recommend it too. It's not the best Pixar movie, in my opinion. I'm reserving that for Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there's Toy Story, there's Coco, there's... Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad Pixar movie. It's a good Pixar movie, but it's not up there with the greats for me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. What is your favorite Pixar movie? Um, probably have to go with Toy Story 2. Yeah. At, two as in as well. Yeah, yeah, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Toy Story 2 is also amazing. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, tied (laughs) for me. Yeah. I'd have to agree. Toy Story is just so good. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it so much. And this is our first Pixar, Disney, anything movie that we've reviewed. Mm Mm-hmm. So I hope we get more because I am personally a really big fan of Disney in general. And I love their animated stuff for the most part. Yeah. So do I. So I hope we get more. I mean, it's just fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Unless it's like Coco where you're crying your eyes out. Yeah. I mean, that's also a really good movie, though. (laughs) Yes, it is. All right. Well, that'll be it for us this episode. Let's go to the movie generator and see what we'll get next time. Okay. Never heard of it. (laughs) The Fountain from 2006. It was directed by Darren Aronofsky and stars Hugh Jackman. I mean, if Hugh Jackman's in it, but... It's probably good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. So that should be interesting. Yeah. All right, then. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Really Random Movie Reviews. Please rate this episode and share it with someone who loves Pixar movies in your life. And... Let us know if you liked this episode on social media. The links are in the description of this podcast. Have a good day. Bye.